Hello, I'm Steve Corbin. Welcome to Revelation Health, where we open your eyes to the often confusing world of health and health insurance. It is our goal to provide you with the information you need in a way you can understand to give you the confidence to be a better advocate for you and your family. We are brought to you by the Kingdom Health Group, which is a nonprofit organization whose mission it is to help working families in the Pioneer Valley overcome the financial burden caused by medical debt. Okay, so today we're actually going to talk about supplemental insurances or supplemental coverages. Um, and whenever I talk about that, I always tell folks, think Gaflac. You know, they're the ones out in the market that are doing all the, all the advertising uh, about um, supplemental insurance coverages. And, um, you know, they do a good job from their advertising. So um, I use them as a reference. Uh, so whenever I talk about supplemental coverage, I always kind of, it, it, it rings me back to kind of the unfortunate necessity that we need insurance for our insurance, right? I mean, it's, I don't want to kind of beat a proverbial dead horse here because we've been talking a lot about um, the impact of medical debt, but that's the reality. Um, what supplemental insurance does is it provides you coverages in areas where your primary insurance doesn't provide the coverage or it has a gap, you know, where there's deductibles and you're paying a lot of money out of your pocket. Um, and the three that I'm going to talk about today, um, and there are many different variations and iterations, and there are a lot of different companies um, that that sell these products. They sell them on an individual basis, and a lot of you may have access to purchase these through um, your employer. Um, and it may be just something that during your open enrollment, you just glossed over and you're like, hey, I already have insurance. What do I need insurance for? Um, but the, you know, again, the sad reality is that we now need insurance for our insurance. Um, if you think about things like, uh, you know, heart disease, the average out of pocket on that could be, I mean, depending on your coverage level, if you have a $4,000 deductible, you're going to pay 4,000. Um, but you think about that, we'll talk about the top five reasons we're going to, cause we're going to, one of the first ones we're going to talk about is, um, what's called hospital indemnity. And what that does is it just provides you additional coverage. If you're hospitalized, um, we've talked a lot about deductibles. A lot of folks have three, four, $5,000 deductibles, um, outside of the, um, you know, Massachusetts area where I live and, and outside of New England, we actually see plans where deductibles are up to six, $7,000. Uh, if you have a family, you could be looking at a ten, twelve thousand $12,000 deductible. I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know, and again, like we talk about, you know, the, the, the numbers of people that are going bankrupt because of medical debt, that numbers right now is at 66% of all bankruptcies are due to medical debt. Um, so we know these costs are, are astronomical. When we look at the top five reasons for most people going to um, into the hospital, number one is heart disease. The average cost of that hospital stay is is almost twenty five thousand um, dollars. Another one is if you had a surgery, um, surgical complications is another reason why people are hospitalized, uh, and that that on average is almost eighteen thousand um, dollars. I'm going to take a couple of minutes to really even just chat about that one particular piece when we start talking about surgical complications is the number two reason why people go to the hospital or are inpatient in the hospital, excuse me. Um, if you think about it, you go to get your surgery and it's done on an outpatient basis, but something goes wrong. So now you're inpatient, right? So it's, I understand things happen when you're undergoing a surgical procedure, I understand that something can go up. There's always a reason for complications. But the fact that that's the number two reason why people are in the hospital, I mean, it just, it's, it, we just want to pause a bit and just, just think about that. The number two reason why 
people going to the hospital for more than an overnight stay for 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 more than just a, a day is because something went wrong with their surgery that they went in for that they were only supposed to stay for a day you know you went for an orthoscopic surgery there was only you were only supposed to be there for half a day but now you're there for two three four days so something that should have cost you know three thousand dollars is now going to cost twenty thousand dollars um and it's just the sad reality of kind of what's going on in our system right now um and now you know, we talk about why healthcare costs so high, why our insurance costs so high. Well, the complications are, you know, caused by errors. And in those situations, we're not, we're not holding the, the institutions accountable. We're, we're not holding them. Um, I won't say at fault cause it's, 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 you know, some of these things are accidents, but some of them are just, you know, they're, you can avoid it. Doesn't have to happen. Um, and, and like I said, for the sheer fact that, that we say it's the number two reason why people are in the hospital, there's a lot of avoidable uh, outcomes there. So I mean, we, we reward it. You know, the doctors get more money. They get they can bill for that surgical stay. They bill for the follow-up surgeries. They bill for the hospital stay that was caused by um, what could be caused by uh, an error. You know, I mean, when you're in the hospital, there's, I mean, staff infections run rampant in the hospital. Um, I think I actually told this story and I actually wasn't planning on telling it today, but I, um, I may have told this story in one of the podcast episodes and I apologize if, uh, if you've heard it before, but I'm going to tell you again, uh, cause it's a story that kind of really hits close to home and it's, um, it was something truly, truly avoidable. So I want to say about probably about six years ago, um, my mom was having issues with, um, with gallstones, right? Pretty simple procedure. You know, she went in. You know, they, they had to put in a stent so that she could pass the, the gallstones or, you know, and the, 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 was having some, and again, it wasn't a major, major problem. You know, she just wasn't feeling that well, went for an outpatient procedure. They put in the stent, it's supposed to pass, everything's great. She just doesn't feel great. She's not feeling herself. Um, and she really starts to start getting sick. And you know, she goes to see her doctor and, and he checks her out and he's just like, Hey, listen, you know, we need to send you to the hospital. Something's going on here. Um, long story short, the, the stent that they put in became infected and she developed a staph infection. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm sitting there on, on, on the soccer field with my daughter and, uh, I get this call from my sister and she just, she's besides herself. She's like, Hey, listen, you know, she's like, Steve, she goes, Mom had this procedure done last week. There's been some serious complications. Uh, she's in the hospital with a staph infection. And th at that point in time, I mean, listen, I was, it was scary. At that point in time, she was worried that they, she wasn't going to make it through the night. Um, so I rushed to the hospital. Um, she was in the ICU unit, um, unconscious, not responding to any type of medication. And it, it was, I felt in that moment that I was losing my mother over gallstones you know or kidney stones or i forget exactly what it was but it was something it was actually kidney stones so i'm sorry about that it was so kidney stones they put the stent in her you know urethra or whatever and i'm not a medical doctor so probably talking a little bit uh on something i don't necessarily know the, the facts on there but um simple procedure totally went wrong my mom's in the icu we just don't think she's lasting the night God willing, they changed her medication overnight that they were giving her and she responded miraculously. I got the call the next morning. 
um, that she was stable, she was conscious, and everything was going to be great. Um, so the end, the end of the story is everything was perfectly fine. Um, but the reality was she ended up at like a six, seven day stay in the hospital for those days when the ICU, multiple tests, multiple procedures because of an infection on a stent. And when I did the research on that, that wasn't even the recommended procedure to do in that in that situation that the, the, the reality is in my mother's situation 85% of the time you get a little pain medication to deal with the pain of the of the stones and they pass on their own so for a 15% chance that that didn't occur they performed a surgical procedure that led to an infection that almost killed my mother. Um, so again, I, I like I said, I wasn't actually planning on, on bringing that story up today, but it really, when we started talking about surgery complications, it really just got me going on that. Um, so I want to kind of wheel, you know, reel myself back in here to kind of talk about what we were, were here to talk about today. And that is the, the supplemental coverage and the sad reality that in our healthcare system, we actually need insurance on our health insurance. Um, so the first one that I was going to talk about is what's called hospital indemnity. And what that does is um, it, it's a policy that you can purchase. And again, some employers offer these to their employees. Um, and if if you don't have access to it, if you just go out and Google hospital indemnity, individual coverages, you're going to find a couple, you know, two or three providers in your area. Like I said, the one that comes to mind, and again, I don't, it's not a promotion, but you see the commercials, you see the duck, it's Aflac, you know, it's, it's you know, when you get hurt at work, da, 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 you know, the, their, their slogans. Um, but hospital indemnity really just covers um, your out-of-pocket costs if you're hospitalized. And if you're hospitalized, I mean, let's be honest, if you have a $2,000 deductible, that cost for you is going to be two grand. If you have a three, it's going to be three. Um, average cost of a hospital stay is going to be about five, $6,000. So you're, if your deductible is six, you're paying six. Um, so this is to help you pay for that those services, right? So you get that bill in, you, you submit the claim to the to the carrier that you have for your hospital indemnity program, and they give you a check. The next one is um, critical illness. Um, again, it's a supplemental coverage. It's something that you can purchase through a number of different carriers. Um, and the way critical illness works is um, if you, again, you purchase it, if you don't have access it through your doctor, through your employer, you could purchase it on your own. Um, again, simple Google search will show you which providers you can purchase from in your area. Um, but the way critical illness works is if you've been diagnosed with um, what the carriers call a, a named illness, right? So every carrier has their own different list of, of what they consider a critical illness. But think things like um, strokes, heart attacks, Parkinson's disease, cancer, things that, that you would consider you know critical in nature, right? And so what this supplemental coverage cover, it covers is if you've been diagnosed with one of these types of critical illnesses, um, more times than not, um, you're going to have multiple options to choose from. Um, and what they do is it, once you get this diagnosis, they're going to pay out either a $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 payment. And again, it depends on what coverage you purchase. Obviously, if the payment's 15, it's going to be higher than one that's five. Um, and so then if once you're diagnosed with that particular situation, you know, situation, you get the check. The third one is uh, what's called accident insurance. 
an accident insurance, what that is, is that covers you in case of any type of accidental injury. You know, a lot of times when I talk about accident insurance, people think, oh, like car insurance. Well, it's not a vehicle accident. I mean, yeah, the medical expenses could be due to a vehicle accident, but it's not doesn't have to just be solely uh, a vehicle accident. Uh, it could be any type of accident, a trip and fall, you fall down the stairs, you break your arm, you know, anything, any situation like that um, where you have to get care. Um, and accident insurance, it's actually one I recommend often, um, especially if you have a family, you have younger kids, even, even older kids. Um, they play sports, they're involved in activities. There's always gonna be injuries involved. I mean, personally, I carry accident insurance. My employer allows me to purchase it through them. Um, and I, we've used it multiple times. Um, you know, my daughters are all involved in athletics. You know, there's, there's slips, falls, there's twisted angles, there's trips to get x-rays. Um, and the way accident insurance works is depending on what service you're going for, um, you go in and you submit for a reimbursement. I'm going to go through a couple uh couple things here so like one of the things that, that just to kind of use this as a uh so say you, you've this particular situation you, you fall down and you break your leg right so with a broken leg you have to go in just say you get you have to take an ambulance to the er you go to the er you get the x-rays you get the diagnosis of a broken leg you gotta have to go get the you know the cast on and then once you get the cast removed there's going to be a level of physical therapy that you're going to have to undergo in order to can get back up and working the way you should be. Um, the way accident insurance works is each one of those levels has a reimbursement to it. Um, again, depending on which plan you purchase and which company you purchase for, they're all different. None of them are the same. So the ambulance ride, you can get a thousand, maybe it's a thousand dollar reimbursement for the ambulance, another 500 reimbursement for the ER, another 2000 because you got diagnosed with a broken leg. That's to help cover all the other expenses. And then um, almost all of them have a, a bit of a physical therapy bonus, you know, um, component to it too. So if you have need physical therapy for the, the broken leg, you get reimbursed 20 bucks up to six visits, right? And that's just the generic, like I said, each particular one of these um, covers something different. Um, and so, I mean, again, these are all great coverages to have. Um, I would definitely, if you have access through your employer during your next open enrollment, I highly, highly recommend, especially accident insurance. That's just one that, that I recommend all the time. Um, get the accident insurance. You never know what's going to happen. When you have a big deductible, these things, they are they can be extremely, extremely helpful for you. Uh, the other good thing about, um, I know specifically with accident and critical illness insurance, um, you pay for all this with post-tax money, meaning you're paying for the premiums with money you've already been taxed on. Um, so when you get the benefit for these and say you got a $10,000 um, critical illness benefit, that's not taxable, right? You've already paid tax, that benefit, so you're going to get that lump sum $10,000 check. The other good thing about, they don't tie it into medical expenses. Um, I always tell folks, again, you get that $10,000 check, Listen, you just got diagnosed, you know, with a, a critical illness. If you want to take that 10 grand and go on vacation, good for you. Take that 10 grand and go take a vacation. Um, so, I mean, it's, they're, they're good benefits. They're probably some things that you've never heard of. Um, the good thing is what I'm going to do over, um, some upcoming, um, podcasts is we're going to have some guests come in, 
um, from companies that actually um, sell these more more experts. I mean, I, I consider myself um, have a have an excellent excellent working knowledge for these programs, um, but the folks that I'm going to bring in are going to be experts, um, and we're just going to kind of interview them, talk to them about um, what their thoughts are about it, and uh, and and just really give you a, a deep dive because I do feel um, pretty passionate that if you have access to these coverages that that you really should be looking into them um because again like i said anything can and will happen and um you know it's really a, it's, again a sad state of affairs of where our current healthcare system is is that we need to buy insurance for our insurance so um with that said um today i'm going to kind of you know I, I actually don't know where i heard this quote um, and you guys know I've kind of left you off with, with a quote um, at each end of each one of these episodes. I don't really know where I saw this. I could have been a bumper sticker or a t-shirt, um, but I really like it. And I think I'm going to stick with this one. In a world full of choices, choose kindness. Until next time, I'm Steve Corbin, and this is Revelation Health. <laughs>